good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening. Day today is the 9th of August, year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show, presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. I believe that this is B&C 98, so we are uh, two episodes away from the century mark. Surely there will be some sort of an, a, an extravaganza plan for that episode. We will cover that probably next week. Hopefully we'll have a plan by then and get everybody prepared for that. Uh, James, you just had a story come out uh, as of we're recording this on Monday morning. You had a story come out like three hours ago. Talk to the people about that. Yeah, I stole our idea for the podcast because it's early August yeah. and there's nothing to talk about. So uh, in 2018, my Second year on the beat, I made an all Pistons killer team, which is the 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 players that um, just happen to terrorize your favorite ball club. Uh, that tw- the 2018 list though featured. Is there something going on above you? Can you hear that vacuum? It's driving me insane. No. They started vacuuming the second that we started recording this episode. Uh, it's definitely going to pick up in the in the final recording. So I apologize, everyone. They'll be done soon. Okay. But go ahead. I James. can't hear it. Um, the 2018 teams, there were two, and I did All-Stars and then non-All-Stars. The one I did uh, that dropped Monday was just from 2018 to now. I, I didn't do it. You, the, the only stipulation is you couldn't make an All-Star team. Because I think that's 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 like how many sports fans for, I agree. on various teams, like when they mention, like, this guy always kills our team, and he's, like, not even, like, the greatest player. To, like, LeBron James kills everybody. That's not fun yeah. to do. It's the random um, – it's the random, uh, like the Kelly Oubre is on the it's list. It's the role players, yeah, right? Yeah. That's what we actually get. The Damian Dotson. Give me a, da- like, piston killer Damian Dotson. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but that being said, we are, like James said, we are going to be doing another draft today. And Are you not going to mention we, yeah, we hung out? We are going to get, yes, we will get to that in just a second. But let me tell you something. I might have some beef with our listeners. Ooh, a little bit of beef. the listeners. Well, you sent me a lot of tweets of people being like, yeah, you killed Nick's team last week. Both of them. Both Easy. drafts. I people, never saw anybody that said were, your team was better. Not one. But but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Here's where my beef is. Nobody explained why your team was better. They just said that it was. Because it's just right? better. It's just better players. And that's what I, that was, was what was confusing to me and what was disillusioning to me is I th- – now, two things can be true. Did I overthink it? Yes. Was I? Well, there was also, I feel like, a miscommunication in what the context of me drafting my team was. Mine was more of a sentimental thing. Well, your sentimental right? That's team why got their ass kicked. I do not believe, I firmly do not believe that your Pistons 5 would have beaten mine. I still believe that mine Current, was better or, there. Which, now, which Pistons be, 5 are you talking the, about? The, yeah, the one we had to draft from the current pool. That team wins bigger than the other team i did now but so we're being fair there were some grievances across the board both with my drafting and the etiquette of james edwards the third of the athletic are you talking about the iverson thing not just the iverson thing two texts that i got were uh the same sentiment which was uh James went first in the original draft, which means by default, you go first in the second draft. So giving you 1-1 both times was apparently a misstep on us. No. So here's how we're... No, 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 no. <laughs> You don't hand people things in life. We did a coin flip for both. I won both. Like We're going to do a coin flip today, and I'm going to get 1-1 again today. How could it have been more fair yeah. is what James is yeah, saying. We don't, hand, uh, we don't do handouts in life. So we are going to get to the draft in just a second. Before we do that, uh, if you Wait, do can head I, over can to... I, really quick, can I yeah. uh, justify my the Iverson situation? No. Uh, no matter what you say, no, it was a greasy thing to do. It wasn't. I have a question for you. Were you did you pick Allen Iverson? No. Were you going to? I was thinking about it, but no. Okay. Were you the person I said no for Allen Iverson was Allen Houston? Did you, that wasn't your next pick? So well, what is, I couldn't take I couldn't take Allen Houston because I wasn't alive for the season that you wanted. to Okay. Draft. So what's the beef? It's not like I like took I said no on Allen Iverson and it's took the guy you wanted to take. It's just malpractice to say I want Allen Iverson and then for two minutes speak glowingly about how great of a pick you just made and I then didn't go speak you know what of that pick no. 
I just and we, then I slim we, pickings we, I, at that we point. We sat here and we're like all star Allen Iverson. One year all star. He was not that good here, but I switched it for Allen Houston, and you weren't going to pick Allen Houston. You weren't even alive for Allen Houston. So, and you know what? And you know what happened? And you know what happened? I pick Reggie Jackson the same week that he goes to a Clippers camp and goes, "Yeah, Pistons fans made me want to retire." So, Reggie Jackson, there's very clearly love in my heart for you, and it never wavered. Well, uh, we could talk about that really quick. He did say he loved Detroit, yeah, which he did. Just yeah. talking to him, getting a dome over the years. I've been in that arena toward the end of the Reggie Jackson era. I, I'm on Twitter. He's not lying. I would hate Pistons fans too if I were Reggie Jackson. So yeah, he's not lying. He's I, not I, lying. Uh, we, I, you hear some stuff shouted at LCA when he was there. Uh, yeah, and I, if I could hear him, based on where I sit to cover games, I know he could hear him. Yeah, plus the whole Applebee's thing. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this or if there are Pistons fans who don't know this, but there is an entire like new generation of Pistons fans who just don't know what that was. I and that still was don't like know the full years story. Ago. So basically the Pistons were like, they had put on Twitter. This was like a like meet three and greet, right? It was a meet and greet for, <laughs> with Reggie Jackson at an Applebee's in like South Lion or I don't know South where it was. Southfield. Why would it be in South Lion? Uh, and everybody was like, I'm going to pull up to the Applebee's and beat up Reggie Jackson. And then the Pistons canceled the meet and greet. Okay. Yeah, that's and right. And that's it. Well, first of all, that's, I, mean, I, I, I understand the Pistons uh, backing yes. away from any potential incident. Secondly, yes. though, anybody that said that on Twitter wasn't going to pull up. No. Of course they, they actually. Were. If they, if they to... pulled up, they would have asked for an autograph. But again, this was this wasn't that long ago, and it's just shocking to me that the team has gained so much momentum and has gained so much attention, and people are starting to care about them again. That it's it's invited this new wave of people who are like, I don't know what the Applebee's incident is. Yeah, that's crazy to me. But yeah. um, before we get again, before we get to today's draft, uh, if you head over to the Bun and Cardigan YouTube channel, which again is just the Bun and Cardigan. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, uh, where we are uploading a bunch of clips. You will find a 13-minute and 27-second video of James and I hanging out the other day. James was here for, like, 24 hours. And here in Chicago. And he w- Sorry, yes, in uh, in Chicago, where I live. And he was able to carve out, like, two hours for me. It was only the second time we ever hung out. Um, yeah, we got up to a bunch of stuff, and I think it was a really fun video. Yeah, it was. I, I, I was in Chicago all weekend helping my sister move. Nick was kind enough to wake up early for me and we we went and i went and got stan's donuts and we went mm-hmm. to like five sneaker spots and we recorded was, it all to be clear was i was fun. hungover that's why i did not eat donuts i was just respecting the temple that is my body after disrespect <laughs> the night before uh no, check okay. that out yeah i think we have what five or six youtube videos up now there are a couple. We have one uh, clip from last week's episode. There was one joke that I accidentally cut from the YouTube video that we just filmed, uh, and I will find a way to repackage that. Yeah, and that. somebody, somebody mentioned that. it on the, the comments of yes. the YouTube. It had to yes, do with the did. Wu-Tang shorts. I don't know how to get rid of the bots that comment on That's our YouTube right. channel, no. but I'm just like, hey, that helps the algorithm, so thanks, whoever's doing this. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Stipulations for today's draft, in case you were not here for last week. Last week, what we did is we had to draft an all-time uh, Pistons starting five. The catch was you had to have been alive uh, for them in Detroit, and we were drafting individual seasons. Today, what we are doing is we are drafting a starting five of Piston Killers. Now, it's not individual seasons. It's their whole career, but you do still had to have been alive uh, in order to draft a player. So, like, I'm not going to draft Michael Jordan because that would be super gimmicky. Um, and the only other stipulation, we can only draft one all-star, one. And then the rest of them have to be tertiary guys. And I'm not sure Is Michael that... Jordan was a Pistons killer, but, yeah. I think it was the other way around. I'm just saying, I'm just... You got to play so your audience. Cl- right, yeah. And uh, we're most of my guys are going to be... From, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not giving you any hints. Uh, are we clear on the rules, James? You know what we're doing. You have your you have your board in front of you. Yeah, I feel like since we're doing one All Star, like that person's probably going to be the first pick for each because you want the best player, right? So should we just yeah. get it out of the way? All right. Uh, well, let's first yeah. let's see who picks first. Okay, I'll take heads. You got heads? Don't lie either. Hey Siri, flip a coin. 
It's heads. There you go. <laughs> one one. Uh, it's with not the fair. First pick it's not fair. With the fr- I literally I I deferred to you immediately with the first pick in the two thousand and twenty two. Hold on, hold on. Are you? I won. I'm announcing oh. it for you. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. With the first pick in the 2022 Bun and Cardigan all-time semi-all-time Pistons killer draft, Team Cardigan selects Anthony Davis. Ooh, the oh. off the off the strength of 60 alone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you the 59-point yeah. game in 43 minutes um, yeah. for his career, and this was in 2018 when I last did the research on Anthony Davis he was averaging 30 points in a had a 58.6 percent field goal percentage against the Pistons in his career which were both the best mm. marks for a single team the fact that he averaged 30 points and again he played in the Western Con- he's played in the Western Conference his whole career so he hasn't played the Pistons a ton twice yeah. a year uh, but to average 30 against a team which I'm sure has gone down now uh, since 2018 but I'm sure it's still very high. I mean, it's just I mean, anytime you drop sixty on a team, like you it's you own them. The scale a little bit. You own them. Yeah. Anthony Davis scores. Speaking of owning teams, owning real estate in cities that aren't your own. Second pick, and I mean, come on, I don't know how you didn't do this. It's LeBron. That's fine. That's my all star. It has to be LeBron. I get it. I get that it's boring. I get that it's tacky. But hey, you aren't down o two right now. That's fair. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in a hole. I'm on the road. I'm. I'm down. O two. I had home court advantage, and I. I smoked it on the road to, <laughs> uh, to start. So, uh, I'm going to take LeBron. Don't really need to explain this one. Has beaten us in the playoffs a hundred times. Uh, most notably in 2007, the 25 straight points. Uh, most recently beat us in the playoffs in 2016, the year that the Cavs ended up winning the championship. Uh, LeBron has owned real estate in Detroit. Well, not really recently. When was the last time that LeBron did something in Detroit that you were like, oh, well, it would have been last year when he closed fist punched a 20-year-old in the face. But, uh, okay. Yeah. Literally piston killer, too. Uh, well, okay. He was going to get well, killed. Yeah. Well, he was going to get killed yeah. if, he didn't, if, the, if the hold me back guys weren't there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we get to the next picks, let's talk about some other all-stars that were kind of on the list here for me. Chris Middleton. Yep. Nikola Jokic was one for me. He's the last few years has just tormented the Detroit Pistons. Before we made the uh, one All Star rule, right before we started recording, my plan, my first two picks were LeBron and Joel Embiid, because Andre Drummond made my life miserable every time we would play the Sixers because he's like, oh, Joel Embiid, he's not that good, and then Joel Embiid would put up forty and twenty five on seventy five percent. So. Uh, I'm really excited that we don't have to get punked by Joel Embiid anymore. Because they, they go vacuuming again. I don't know if people are going to be able to hear that, but it's driving me so. insane. I don't think so. Uh, Joel Embiid, Chris Middleton were the other other two that I wanted. What about you? Yeah, Jokic was has just absolutely dominated. I mean, Embiid is uh, obviously a a. Uh, I mean, that goes without saying. Like you mentioned, somebody yeah. else. Uh, I forgot where I'm trying to find it. I think it was Nikola Petrovich, not Petrovich. What was his name? Big man. Pekovich Pe- from Minnesota. Yeah. He used to give the yeah. Pistons buckets. Uh, Pekovich. That dude, that dude was like, he was like a, a vacuum rebounder. He was like a, a, a boxer. Like he just had a, his face. Was yeah. He, well, he was, he was a tree trunk. Yeah, he, man. Was a big dude. he was just, he was just solid mass, but he only played like he, I think he didn't, he only have like three good years. Yeah, It wasn't a long career. He wasn't a terrible player, but the game passed yeah. him up, but he had some moments, but yeah, he, he played well against the Pistons. Um, your second pick. Oh, we're doing that now. Okay. Now we're going. Oh, if you, I'm sorry. If you have more people no, 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 that you want to say, I'm sorry. No, no, you're okay. good. Now we're going to, we both got our all-star off the board. Yes. All-stars are gone. Now I'm going to the person who's, the all pistons killer now i i heard it for a second dude this is gonna make people so mad guys i'm so sorry there's a little what can i do upstairs neighbors the so loud the all pistons killer team should be named after this person some say he looks like p diddy i think so he has a twin in Dwayne bacon um marvin williams oh Two people say he looks like p diddy i always thought he looked like diddy <laughs> and then i always thought he, him and Dwayne bacon were twins um, Sure, yeah so for his so through the first forty one games against the Pistons organization, 
Marvin Williams connected on 46.1% of his threes. Mm. Through his first 41 games, through 41 games against one team, he shot 46% from three. Insane. Uh, Back in 2018, his true shooting percentage at the time against the Pistons was 59.8, highest mark against any Eastern Conference team. Uh, Marvin Williams... And I mentioned it in the piece that came out Monday. Obviously, the Hornets have had the Pistons number for several years. Uh, so yeah, there are my, several Hornets probably going to be drafted uh, by us. But, yeah, Marvin Williams my, is the ultimate one. He's my pick. My team. original plan of attack here was draft the Hornets over, like, a five-year period because we just lost, like, 13 in a row to them. I was just going to draft Charlotte. So yeah. I like that. Um, are we going to draft a coach? Because I already know who my coach is. Sure, we can do that. I'll let you sit on that yeah, one. I'll let you that. sit on that one. We'll do we'll do that last. Uh second pick. I really gotta play my cards right here. And I'm gonna do actually a game that was I think my second year of like doing the post game recaps, but it was the first year that it like actually started to work and there was actually some traction. And one of the first recaps that I had that kind of popped a little bit, Buddy Healed, Sacramento Kings, LCA from the left wing, time expires, ball game. Mm-hmm. And anytime you play Buddy Healed, if you're a Pistons fan, he's got 25. Every single time, without fail, I, I guess I could have pulled it up in front of me right now while I was doing the introduction as to what. And let me tell you something really quick. When I was doing research for all this stuff, because if you go on to StatHead, you can look up individual games that people have played, like Alec Burks' entire career or or uh, 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 Steven Jackson's entire career against Detroit. Like You can see every single individual game, and so that's what I was doing when I was doing this research. Didn't know. Just out of that, curiosity, uh, how'd you go from Alec Burks to Steven Jackson? <laughs> I was just throwing names out, man. I was just I, I love don't that know. Steven I was Jackson just... was the second one. That <laughs> shout came out. out to Steven Jackson. Yeah, I, guess. No, I, I love don't Steven know. Jackson. I, I was always a fan. It's just to go from Alec Burks to Steven Jackson was just funny. super obscure. Yeah. Uh, no, but I didn't know you had to pay to use stat. Not you don't have to pay to use stat, which I was happy to do because they deserve money because that site's incredible and I their Twitter sucks, how... but yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, I, don't, I, I didn't know it was a service that you could pay for, so I started doing that. So now I guess I have that tool at my disposal, which is awesome. But, yep, uh, I'm going to go with Buddy Heald here. Not a bad pick. Um, I'm going to go a little, a little blast from the past. Devin Harris. Uh, grew up here in the Midwest. You're familiar with Devin Harris of Wisconsin. Uh, longtime NBA point guard. Mavericks, Nets. Uh, I'm forgetting somebody else. Most notably, the Nets. Most. Eh. You don't think so? Well, because he was drafted by the. I, I would say he's, people probably most remember him as a Dallas Maverick. Um, but anyway, that's a toss-up. Harris, and again, this is as of 2018. Harris is no longer in the league. He had an offensive rating of 124 in 30 career games against Detroit, which is his best mark against any opposing NBA team. Mm-hmm. Um. In 2008, he scored 35 against the Pistons. In 2010, he put up 24 and 14 assists. He had a 48.1% field goal, uh, or I'm sorry, 48.1 field goal percentage while playing Detroit for his career up to 2018. I can't remember if he played a year after that. I don't think so. Um, Which you could have guessed is his career best against any NBA team. And I used to be a big Devin Harris fan. I'm looking at this and I'm really trying to I'm really trying to shape this roster in such a way where I feel like all these guys can actually play together, right? I want to make sure it's it's a it's a cohesive unit. So which you struggled with we, in our previous weeks. Which I struggled with last week. So I'm gonna do something. We talk about drafting Charlotte, right? Just drafting the franchise. Uh, and you took Marvin Williams, somebody who was on those teams. And I can think off the top of my head of a couple guys that I could go with right now from those teams. What I'm going to do instead is pick from a team uh, that I have history with, uh, a team that we have suffered as much of a lack of success facing. I'm going to go with Brooke Lopez. 
because if you talk about he has an all star drop, stop. But we're not doing. But is he though? You know what I mean. But is he though? Like I know he is, but like we, that was we, with we Brooklyn made the rules, and it, I know, but but like it's not like. Oh, like well, I was I, gonna take him over Marvin, but and I remember wait. the rules. So, okay, hold on, hold on. If you would have said because can only, if you would have said only had one All Star, then we could have did it. You said we only get to pick one. Like, he's an All Star. Is he though? Is so so I can't take Kyle Korver because he's an All Star. Yeah, Kyle Korver's an All Star. Yep, he made one All Star team. You made the rule. That counts. We agreed on it. Wow. Uh, ooh, that one hurts a lot. I don't. I don't. I would have ah. taken him second. But is he an All Star though? He made an All Star game. I'm just gonna make this pick and move on then. Uh, good pick. I like where your head is at. It's just, I hope you get blasted in the comments like I did for breaking the rules. No, you know why I won't. You know why I won't get blasted? Because I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing, and I'm saying, you know what, James, you're right. I'm not gonna take him now because I cheated. You're right. So we're gonna take. But you didn't cheat. Alec Burks. We're gonna take Alec Burks. Okay. Fun fact about Alec Burks. Here, James. And I did accidentally leak that pick a minute ago, which I will tell you now is why I said Stephen Jackson was because I was like, I need to think of the most obscure name that I can possibly think of. So that way it'll throw the scent off the fact that I just inexplicably threw out Alec Burks today when he was definitely somebody that was on both of our lists here. Yeah. When we were doing the initial research for this literally a week ago, yep. uh, I sent you a text again via Stathead. Shout out to Stathead. I wish I would have worked this into my story on Monday, but I didn't. I'm glad we can share it now. Yes, Alec Burks, uh, first 14 career games from, I think, 2013 to 2021. Fifth, I'm sorry, 14 consecutive wins. He started his career 14-0 against Detroit, is currently, I think, 15-2. and And the good news is... And these people that forget record, he started in Utah, and the Pistons just can't beat Utah. Can't beat Utah. It's, so it's the good news is that record will not change this year. Hopefully... <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm not. Hopefully, I mean, maybe he wins us a few games. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm going to go with Alec Burks. So right now, I'm sitting at. Oh, I'm doing it again. You got Burks. Oh, you got LeBron. I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again, and I have Buddy Healed. So we're Hield. gonna do. We're gonna. Do, no, that's actually, not bad. I, you could play Burks at the three and Buddy at the two. I know how I'm going to fix this. Actually, yep. So go ahead. All right, I'm going to go another blast for the past. Maybe you see this okay. guy pop up on an NBA roster soon. I believe his suspension has been lifted. Um, started his career guns a-blazing, and really that was the peak so far. Tyreek Evans. Huh. You guys remember Tyreek Evans? And 12, and again, this is dating back to 2018 when I made the original list. In 12 career games against Detroit as of 2018 – Tyreek had an offensive rating of 113 against Detroit, his second highest against any NBA team at that point. The Pistons and Raptors are the only two teams against which Evans averages 18-plus points and 6-plus assists. Tyreek, if he could have played the Pistons 82 games his whole career, wouldn't have fell off. Tyreek Evans, welcome to Team Cardigan. Did he fall off or did he get kicked out of the league? Well, I mean, his rookie year, he won rookie of the year, and then he was just kind of like a uh, NBA player after that. So it was before he got he was, kicked out of the league. He's in, it was just weed, right? That was all it was. I can't remember. Because th- OJ Mayo was the one, I think, that was doing – I don't remember which one was which. I'm pretty sure Tyreek Evans was just, like, smoking weed, and they were like, banned for life. Yeah, I don't think it was weed. I forget what Tyreek was. Hold on. Yeah, I don't want to say because I'm, I'm, I could be wrong here, so I don't want to get into that. Uh, but if it was just weed, then that's uh, stupid. So, that was your fourth player, correct? Yes, because I went first. Right. Okay. My fourth player. Now. It was a prohibitive the, substance. That's all I see. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I'm thinking. I, I Look, I, I said I knew how I wanted to fix this. I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't think this guy's made an all-star team. I know that we were thinking about maybe he would i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna draft a point guard here okay okay i'm gonna draft a former piston i'm gonna go spencer dinwiddie again because i feel like there's what nothing go ahead what 
Nothing. What rule am I breaking? What rule am I breaking? Nothing. Go ahead. No. What rule am I breaking? For some reason in my head for a second, I thought he made one all-star game, but he didn't. He didn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's right. why I was like, but I'm trying to wreck my brand. Said it, I was like, he made one, but he didn't. You're right. Go ahead. He's he's that good that you would believe he's made an all-star game if somebody told you that he did. I think one of the more dynamic scoring point guards in the league. Well, I'm not going to call him a definitive point guard. One of the more dynamic scoring guards in the league today that isn't in that like upper echelon, that isn't in that S tier, right? I think one of the better high B, low A tier guards uh, that we have in the league, if he's healthy, and it feels like there's always been that little chip on his shoulder whenever he plays Detroit, which, to be honest, there probably kind of should be. It's a good pick. That is a good pick. Kudos to I you. I can tell you're a little mad about that. No, that was a good pick. The vacuum is still going, by the way. Not that I need to tell the listeners at home, because they can definitely hear it. I'm going with Terry Rozier, another Charlotte Hornet. On February 11th of this year, Scary Terry posted a triple-double, 25, 11, and 10. Two weeks later, 33 on 12 of 21 shooting. In May of 2021, he went 8 of 15 from 3 against the Pistons en route to a 29-point performance. For his career, he's averaging 13.5 points against the Pistons, third-best scoring average against any NBA opponent in which he's played at least 15 times. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Uh, yeah, Scary Terry has been a thorn in, uh, in Hooper's behind for, for a while. I might have to, like, go outside to figure out what's going on because this is, like, I'm telling you, James, when you listen back to this episode and all you hear is this vacuum, the dude is, like, in the in the apartment. I'm losing really my it. mind right now. I don't, I, I don't know how. I'm, like, I'm about to rip my monitor off the <laughs> table and start throwing it. This is driving me insane. I hope it's okay, not James. as bad as you think it will be because I don't hear it. I basically have to shout over it. Okay, James. Uh, so with my fifth and final pick, I forgot we still have to draft a coach. Yeah. With my fifth and final pick, I'm going to do something insane here. Wait, did I do and Did I do five picks? Read over your team right now. Who do you got? AD. Yeah. Marvin. Tyreek. Devin Harris. Now I hear it. <sighs> I'm, I, folks, I am so. Now <laughs> there's I hear literally it. nothing I can do. That's here. the first time I heard it. I don't know what's going on. It sounds like a, he has a dirt devil. I know that noise. That's a dirt devil. Now it's gone. There is a. Le- now it's no, back. it's not. Now it's very much not gone. There is a level of testosterone that I am enduring right now. Thank you. Thank goodness. It's over. It's finally over. Do you live in like a box? Like, do you live like stacked boxes? Basement level. Ah. Yeah. That'll do it. Anyways, the dirt devil though. Uh, I guess before you go over your roster, why don't I make my last pick and then we'll and then we'll do that. Yeah, let's get this. I'm done. gonna do. I'm gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna do something. This roster is gonna be really interesting, and I kind of mean that in a good way. Someone that I don't know if people know that he's actually kind of a piston killer. He hasn't been in a few years, but he's gotten some. He's gotten some stuff off on us. Robert Covington, the old Rocco. <laughs> Given us a, a few 25s, has only, has only scored over 23 times, but has had double digits in at least half of the games that he's played against us. Um, like 100 blocks, like a million rebounds, like doesn't miss free throws when he plays us, hardly misses his threes. I think his best, he shot like 64%, 63%, 46%, 66%, 54%, 75%, like 66 Robert Covington gets severe severe buckets 
against the Detroit Pistons. And I think he – and honestly, I, w- I, I, I mentioned him earlier. Damian Dotson, I haven't looked it up. I'm, I feel like he's put up some numbers against us in only maybe like four or five games because he hasn't played us that much. I think but. you only remember Damian Dotson because he was supposed to get traded for Luke Kennard. That was like a rumor that was out there. For when he was playing for who? The Knicks. Okay, because I was going to say, I only remember him playing for the Cavs and the Knicks. Yeah, and I don't remember that being remember a... that whole thing where somebody like leaked no. that the Pistons are in talks with uh, Luke Kennard involving Damian Dotson. <laughs> I remember, so fun fact, the reason I like Damian Dotson so much is because of how good he was in Cleveland. And one of, I think it was the same season. Remember when Luke was pulling up from like 35 in Cleveland? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. In the chrome uniforms, or was it the chrome or the black? It doesn't matter. Pretty sure Damian Dotson was on those teams, and he was just hooping. Yeah, and I think uh, I even tweeted okay. during that game from Quicken Loans. Remember when people tried to say the Knicks could get Luke Kennard for Damian Dotson? Literally. Uh, okay. Now I final my roster. Coach. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I guess yes. Do the. I'm sorry. Do the coach. Do the coach. I'm gonna go with. Well, he's not currently a coach, but I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, Quinn Snyder. The Pistons, the Jazz won 10 in a row. Has he coached an all-star team? I'm just kidding. I don't think so. (laughs) Maybe. I don't think he has either. From 2017, the Pistons, from 2017 until um, January of this year, the Pistons had not beaten the Jazz. Utah won 10 in a row against the Pistons. Um, Right, so they're 11 over the, they've won 11 of the last 12 against Detroit. And yeah. actually, if you want to go head to head, Utah Jazz have kind of owned the Detroit Pistons for all time record. The Jazz are sixty eight and thirty six against the Pistons. That's that's basically double. Just looked it up. I was thinking, I was like, I swear there was a year that he did two thousand twenty one. Quinn Snyder was the uh, coach of the All Stars, but that doesn't count. Okay, I won't. I won't say that that counts. Now, now, do I? And if so, do if it I... does count, and people want to go up in arms. I'll pick Steve Clifford. Nope, because you can't. You can't take Steve Clifford. Is that your pick? Because that's my pick. Okay, go ahead. Uh, but if we can take all-star coaches, then do I take Mike Budenholzer? I mean, te- you know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? But that's more of it, w- Giannis. The Charlotte thing. W- <sighs> yeah, actually. and But then is the is the Hornets thing more Jeremy Lamb? Who should have got Steve picked? Clifford? Somebody, I just looked at the who comments should, on my story. Picked? Somebody said, "Where's Jeremy Lamb?" <laughs> Can I draft my sixth? Sure, I got a sixth for you, Robert Ori. Take that, Pistons fans. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> when I told you, when I told you, uh, when we were hanging the other day, I said I already know my one one, and you're like, "Tell me," and I was like, "I don't need to because you're not going to take him." My one one was originally going to be Robert. That would have been funny, not because. Not because he's actually done that much against Detroit, because he hasn't. But he did the only thing that he needed to do in 2005 he, in Game 5. He robbed him of a title. Same spot as Buddy Heald. Different arena, but still. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest of the draft was going to be stuff like LeBron's left hand and Cade's index finger yeah. and stuff like that. And then I was like, nah, take this seriously. So I didn't draft Robert Ory at all, but I wanted to. That'd have been a good. But I will take. Funny. I am going to take Steve Clifford. By the way, Steve Clifford is my coach. Okay. But, Which and he's and he's a current coach. I, that's one of those. Well, he's technically one of those, the coach uh, of the Hornets again. That's what I just, not technically he just is. Yeah, I mean he is. Yeah. Because Kenny Atkinson, I don't know what happened. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. I know your boy was up for it. Shout out to Sean Sweeney. Um, he was. Oh, did he get interviewed? Yeah. I thought it, I thought he only got the Jazz deal. No, no, that was um, wow. that was uh, that was Jerome Allen for the Jazz. I don't remember if Sean was up. Sean Sweeney got an interview. Okay, for that. I knew I knew yeah, about yeah, I knew yeah. mostly about Charlotte. Um, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Steve Clifford. He's still he's kicking. He backed in. Is it what are the Hornets doing? Like not. I'm not saying what? I'm not saying Steve what Clifford is a. Doing? I'm not saying Steve Clifford is a bad coach, but to fire Steve Clifford or part ways, whatever happened, bring in James yeah. Borrego. And I understand was, Kenny Atkinson kind of left him out to dry, whatever. But, like, you couldn't find anybody else. You had to bring back the coach from before. Yeah. It's not like you guys won a title or a playoff series with the guy. I agree. And I think the, the James Brago experience was always weird. And I always – with rookies especially. I like James Brago. 
I liked him as a dude, but as a with I, I don't know what coach. his prop. I thought he was a fine coach, but I don't know what his problem was with rookies because this like you gotta earn it, man. You gotta get that dog. I don't know. He doesn't sound like Ed Ogeron. I don't know why I'm using that voice, but Dwayne uh, Dwayne does that and it worked out well. It's worked out well. That's because he's got those rookies, but I don't, who who's our guy? Book Knight, James Book Knight. Yeah. I don't know, especially early on last they got year. Into I was it, like, but I don't know enough about James Book Knight to say. I don't know about enough about true. him as a person to know if who initiated that. But yeah, but it was the same thing. It was he, he even did the same thing with Lamelo. He did the same thing with Miles. He did the same thing with all these rookies that always come into uh, into Charlotte. There's always like this. Uh, actually, no, he wasn't the coach when Miles was a rookie. That would have been Steve Clifford. Yeah. He would have been for Lamelo, who ended up being very good. So who ended up being one of the best point and all star in year two? Yeah, year year two. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's he's the Killian class, so he's going into year three. So before we sign off, let's just give people our lineups one last time, so they can uh, figure out how bad I beat you. We have for Team Cardigan, um, Anthony Davis, Marvin Williams. Devin Harris, Tyreek Evans. Is that five? That was four. And who was my other one? Didn't write these down? No. I'm a sicko. It it was, hold on, hold on. Oh, Scary Terry. Terry Rozier. And if you go back and listen, I laid out all their stats against the Pistons. Yes, you did. Um, Uh, And my head coach was Quinn Snyder, the Jazz have won 11 of the last 12 against the Pistons. Spencer Dinwiddie at the 1. Alec Burks at the 2. I don't love that pick. Buddy Heald at the 3. Robert Covington at the 4. And LeBron James at the 5. You, Yeah, you're never running an NBA team. I don't know what the problem with this is. What's the problem here? We're scoring so much. Against the Pistons. Let's see. What's the rebounding here? Spencer Dinwiddie, good rebounding guard. Alec Burks, score, only a score. Buddy Heald, scorer, capital S. All these guys it, are scorers against the Pistons. That's why we picked them. <laughs> That's why they were picked. I like Robert Covington against the Pistons because he's a utility guy. Okay? That's yeah. why I drafted Robert Covington. Uh, and then LeBron is LeBron. So, I, 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 off the strength of LeBron alone, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win this. So thank know. you everybody in advance for voting for me. The Pistons? No, he did twenty five in a row in the Eastern Conference Finals. How's that? That's fine. It's not sixty. He, uh, I watched LeBron miss a dunk in two thousand and sixteen on a breakaway, wide open. Came to Detroit, missed the wide open, smoked it, and that is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in an NBA game. Was watching LeBron miss a dunk. Like watching the guy was who's like the best. Break? In... I don't remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was literally all alone, yeah, yeah. and he had like he did the LeBron little tomahawk thing, or as George would call it a windmill his, on his jersey after. Like probably, yeah, and then, yeah, blew into the <laughs> blew his hands yeah, like yeah. that. That's what LeBron always does. Yeah. Okay. All right, James. Uh, you got anything else for us? There? Oh, we had a uh, we. So I didn't say the email. Oh yeah, let's do in some, last week's episode. Let's do some emails which, if we have some. So let's read. I'll read one. Bun and Cardigan at gmail.com. A N D, not the ampersand. So Bun and Cardigan at gmail.com. You can literally send us whatever you want, and we will probably read it uh, on the show. I do want to give people a prompt, though. I don't know. Do we talk about the Pangea thing? Do we get their input on this? No, I can't. I don't even want to even talk about that again. We got into a geographical debate last night. No, you roped me into one when I was watching All or Nothing. Watching suits or let's make a deal or something. No. Let's make a deal or price is right. Because I'm going to be price honest with right. you. I think I don't know about I that. grew up I on think... price is right. Shout out to, I shout know, out to my grandma. Wh- RIP. But Wayne Brady is so good. You would like Wayne Brady. Nobody beats Bob It's Barker. literally. It's okay. But the price the, is well, wrong. You know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about uh, I was going to ask about Bob Barker. I think Drew Carey. Tell I'm going to tell you something. Drew Carey is very I, good. I grew up, you know, you stay home from school, you're sick, Bob Barker comes on the TV. I am old enough to know the, the the cultural significance and impact of Bob Barker. That is not lost on me. But Drew Carey is really good at He's that. He's done a very good job. 
I haven't watched it in a long time, but when I have seen random, I don't know if I'm at my mom's and it's on, he's done a very good job. I like Drew Carey. I don't know if he has anything in his past, any weird stuff. So if he does, I don't like him. But as far as I know, he's a nice guy. I like Drew Carey. Because when Vince McMahon retired the other day, I, I tweeted legend. And I Ooh. and I just didn't know about all the misconduct. Yeah, yeah I haven't I've been he's tuned into wrestling in a while. That dude's a scumbag. Uh, who's America's host? It's Steve Harvey, right? Probably right now, yeah. Or like Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. Or rest in peace. I mean, overall, it's either Bob. Well, I don't know. You could go back and like, uh, uh, what's my man's name? Not Andy Dick. Um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. But yeah, you go back. I used to when I used to hang out with my grandma. We used to watch a lot of Game Show Network. My favorite game show of all time is Card Sharks. It's a very fun show. It's a basically the card goes up. Say it's a seven. You have to guess higher or lower. Oh, right, 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 right. You have to try to go all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, James. Got an email here. Going to read it. Again, not reading names, but I appreciate this person for sending it in. What's up, y'all? James, I regularly forget you have tattoos. Something that we address in the video. Actually, I might have cut that. I don't remember. Have you ever felt like your tattoos um, hindered you professionally? Have you ever had a, a, a situation where having tattoos has, has maybe impacted you negatively? Great question. Uh, I actually battled with that exact thought process for many years. Um when debating getting a sleeve, I have two sleeves now. I always worked under the impression like uh, not, not tattoos aren't for everybody and people might have a certain opinion of you if you have them. Um, so I, for a long time, I did not get any visible tattoos. Um, and then as I got through my career and I feel like established and recognized as a as a name a household name in nba journalism like yeah and i've meet, met people who know i'm a i'm not a knucklehead or anything that's stigma that comes attached with people who have tattoos wrongfully mm-hmm. um i'm a very uh, hopefully people would say i'm a nice respectful old man um i just stopped caring and i cover the nba where a lot of players have tattoos and coaches have tattoos. Um, and also another thing people don't know, my arms are covered almost a hundred, like 99% of the season because basketball, I live in a cold state and right. the only time it was funny at summer league, Sadiq, I was wearing, that's the only place I'll wear short sleeve shirts, summer league. Cause it's Vegas. It's hot. And Sadiq, I don't think he knew I had two sleeves and he's, I think I said on here, he called me the swag. I have to be the, he said, I have to be the swaggiest beat reporter of all time because he saw the sleeves. Mm-hmm. I was like, you just never saw him before because it's always cold when I'm around you. So most of the time they're covered up. Omari always makes the joke. Um, I have two sleeves and nobody knows it because I cover them up most of the time. But yeah, no, I certainly, um, that it took me a long time to get to that point, uh, of not caring what people think about me when it comes to that. So, Sure. I like art, and yeah, uh, I don't have anything abrasive or anything, and, yeah, I cover the NBA. Two tattoo-related questions. One, the important one, do you have any that you're like, ugh, ugh, uh, uh, that? Nah, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't necessarily, I have two on my chest that no, but, like, I don't, I wish I wouldn't have had those. I wish I don't have those. And then the second question, I don't know if maybe this would play sort of a factor sort of in why maybe you are like thinking differently about them. What is your rule of thumb? I remember when I was younger, uh, I was told if you want a tattoo, like think about what you want and where you want it. And if in like a year you still want it, go get it. What's your like rule of thumb with that? Are you one of those people who are like, I'm just going to go do it today and I don't even know what I'm going to get or, you know, you get what I'm asking? Yeah, I always have to know what I want. A lot of my mm-hmm. tattoos are like things that are important to me and have been for like my life. So it's a lot of music stuff, family stuff. Um, so yeah, like I don't, I am impulsive, but it's not like I've never walked into a tattoo sh- shop and like, I don't know what I want. Just do your thing. I always have an idea, sure. but I also, I'm never, I'm not getting any more tattoos. I'm done. 
You ever get one of those little stick pokes, stick and poke ones? I've always wanted to get one of those. Like henna tattoos? No, 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 not henna. I'm talking literally where you like dot, 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 and like make a, like, you know. Are they like Rikers Island tattoos? What are you talking about? Yeah, like about? the little prison tattoos. Yeah. I know no, like have everyone I got I know a has prison one of those. tattoo? No. I want to get one of those so bad. Because you can literally just buy those kits on like Amazon and just do it yourself. And I want to do that so bad. But you would obviously need to like, don't nobody email us and tell me about the safety of that. I, I, I get it. You don't it. have any tattoos, to... right? No. Would you ever get one? You know, man, when I was younger, I was like, yes, of course. I wanted a sternum tattoo so bad because I still think sternum tattoos are sick. Um, <laughs> you are a sicko. I love sternum tattoos, dude. They're so fire. I even think I'm still the I'm still the guy who thinks if you get a tattoo like behind your ear, I think that's sweet. I would just never do that because I'm not really the I can't pull that off, right? Like I don't look like the guy who would do it. Uh, so if I got something like I would get, you know what I would do? Do we do we tell them the idea that we had now? What idea? With the with the where we draft a team and the points and everything. Oh, sure. Do I have to get a Okay, so James and I have an idea and we will uh we will bring this back up at some point in the future. And we might as well bring up the other thing now because I wanted it to be for loyal B and C listeners. So if you're listening on the first week of August and you're listening this late into the pod, you'll have first dibs. But go ahead and explain your thing first. So uh, we're gonna we'll, we'll go over this a little bit more when we get closer to the season because uh, we're not gonna be doing it right now. It's probably gonna be in like two months. James and I, uh, the Pistons roster stands at what sixteen. So we are each going to draft eight players, uh, and then by the end of the season, whichever team, like whichever set of players, has scored accumulatively more points, right? So if I have Cade and Sadiq, and they each go out and score ten, that's twenty points for my team. Whichever team has scored more points by the end of the season wins and i'm sure we'll come up with something gimmicky do i have to get a bunny cardigan tattoo on like my thigh or something somewhere where it's you know that's a little that's kind of extreme much yeah because like we would have to dog we would have to like i would need it in writing that this pod is going to exist for like three more years at least if i'm going to get a tattoo i don't know if i can give you that promise <laughs> where are you gonna go um so the other thing we were gonna the other game we were going to talk about is we're going to do a fantasy Bun and Cardigan Fantasy Basketball League. Yeah. Um, listen, so we only want it to be loyal listeners. So like I said, I'm mentioning it now. It's not. I'm not ever going to tweet it out. Um, if you're hearing it right now at the 47-minute mark of a podcast in the first week of August, you are a loyal listener. So it's going to be 10 listeners – Plus me and Nick, so 12-team league. The first 10 people to email bunandcardigan at gmail.com will get a spot. And I imagine everybody, if you're going to play fantasy sports, you want to win a prize for money. So we're going to do, if you want to play, $75 a person. The winner will get Four hundred dollars, second place, hundred and fifty. Does that math check out? I think. And then I, I genuinely if, I don't, don't know. know. That was just my thought. And if not, we'll figure out something for maybe third and fourth or something. And I don't know if that math is. Math. I'll figure out yeah, the math. But seventy-five a like person, that. winner gets minimum four hundred. There you go. So, and the reason that we're doing that is so that you don't have people be flaky and you we know want a, we want a real heavy or, yeah we want a real league right. like we we want right. to and if the winner the top two holders the top two places at the end of the season will automatically enter next year if as long as we continue to do this and then we'll be build like a community like a keeper league community we'll yeah, be sure. all of us oh okay so maybe we will be doing this in a few years then if that happens yeah um but yeah if you want to be a part of it First 10 people to email bun and cardigan at gmail.com. Get in, and you'll have to send 75 that way again. So, one, the winner can, it's worth their while. $400. Everybody will pay attention if they have a chance to win $400 and they only put in 75. And two, we want, we want this to be fun. We don't want people to like not do their yes. lineups and stuff. We want it to be legitimate. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested, bun and cardigan at gmail.com. 
We will figure out. We don't have a date yet for because I don't think fantasy basketball is open yet. So yeah. we don't have a date for when it will the be draft like will be two days like before that, the season starts. So injuries and all that stuff are update. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hash that little thing, that little bubble that just happened? You want to hash that out on or off the pod? What bubble? What is that? This little uh, maybe we're not going to be doing the pod in three. Do you want to do that on the show or off the show? Uh, we can do it on the show. Okay, what are you talking about? I just can't promise that we'd be doing the show three years from now. Where are you going to be in three years? I don't know. Oh, wait, I get where this I don't is going. Know. Okay, I get what's going I on I could here. have been okay. gone a year ago if I wanted to. Right, yeah, that's exactly why I... I, I was thinking it was more about me. Yeah. I get no. Oh, no, happening. no, no, it's about me. Right, I get it. Okay, Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you made it this far, thank you very, very much for listening. If you've listened to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave reviews, subscribe if you're feeling generous. 100th episode officially two weeks away pretty bizarre to think that you and i have had we've technically done more than 100 episodes technically yes yeah some of them didn't like count as as official episodes though it's it's insane when you think about it that means that you and i have had over 100 conversations hour long on that probably 45 minutes that will average it out and there's also like motown rundown and like shoot the J. yeah Man, already, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a journey. Thank you guys for allowing us to get to 100 episodes. We wouldn't be here without you guys, 100%. We will catch you guys in the next one. Dude, say it.